This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I'm going to gently grab him and throw him over my shoulder. Put me down. I gently tighten my grip. Tokus, it's you. I I brought a friend. Uh, what are you doing (laughs) carrying the operator? I couldn't find the keys, so I figured I'd just take him with me. Can you lock the door, please? Mage hand. You're going to frisk him with a mage hand? Might as well. You don't think your mage hand found any keys on him? Okay. Gosh, does he not have keys? All right, grab a card, push it in front of the door. So you start sprinting down the halls as fast as you can. Back to the saber. Is there somebody that we trust and we could go whisper in their ear? We definitely trust Tafe. Tafe, you've been thinking about the crown since we were gone. Weren't we gonna, like, give it to somebody else? Have you considered King Alarand Ormog? We have. He could certainly put it to better use. Well, that brings up a great point. They're using the scepter to control the weather. It's probably somewhere nearby. Yeah, I would think so, too. So if it's close by, do we maybe have a chance to get it back? How do we find it? That would be the question. Oh, we need high-level scryers ourselves. I mean, right. come on. We're not... The cult isn't the only people that have sweet high-level spellcasters. I mean, Correct. surely we've got some in the guild that aren't all corrupt. Surely the king himself has access to some higher-level mages. Well, there are spells to find specific objects, aren't there? Yeah, locate object, I believe it's called. <laughs> locate object. Yes, I think that has a maximum range of a 1,000 feet. All right. Well... Okay, well, we cast it, we walk a thousand feet, and we cast it again. That's right. Yeah, I mean, this weather is uncharacteristic. We're banking on my hunch that the scepter's here, being used on our city. Right. We are banking on that, but it's something that I think is worth spending the resources on. If we can get a couple of mages from the guild to canvas the city and search for it. Brian, can we take a look at that crown of Altori of yours real quick? Why, sure thing. The king of Ormog might be able to use some of the higher level spells on that thing. Even if it paints him a target and maybe gets him assassinated, at least in the interim, before he's dead, <laughs> he might be the he might be the spellcaster we're trying to find. Mm. It might be him wielding the crown. What what does it do at the the higher tiers? I mean, he definitely has the following to be able to use as many charges as he wants. He's got thousands of followers. Fill Sean in. I don't know the divination spell off the top of my head. Like, are any of those spells that you're listing off, like, useful in this situation? Is it time for us to give the crown to somebody else? You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. The GM offers a truthful reply. He would be able to confirm our hunch that the scepter's being used on the port. Yes. Well, where it is, that's what we really need. Well, sure, but that would be the next question that we ask the magic to perform, right? Like, first... First, we ask if the scepter is in the city. Or we just ask, where is it? Where's the scepter? (laughs) That tells us where it is. And regardless, we can go get it. Yeah. Divination is terribly powerful magic, right? It's like almost like on the level of things like wish, right? Uh, it's, I mean, it's only a fourth level spell is it says a goal event or activity to occur within seven days. So it's like a prediction of the future. So are you telling me that Mm. the scepter's not all that sweet and powerful? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Shava? Me? Hmm? No. No one's saying that. I'm not saying anything of the sort. I'm saying divination is a fourth level spell. 
and it has limits in terms of what we can ask. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that we can ask a question that will allow us to discern through the spell whether the scepter is actually here. We're on the same page finally with the king. He wants to root out the cult. Therefore, he matches what we've been searching for for like the latter part of this campaign, which is someone to wear the crown that cares about taking down the cult. Yeah, totally. He'll put that magic to good use. Okay, so that's a very important question to ask Tafe right now. So Tafe, is the king aware that the cult is the reason for all the problems that have been happening? Does he know that the cult is behind these issues that the city is having? Which issues are you referring to? The unrest? The unrest, the weather. Well, we haven't discussed the weather as a problem, but he's been... They say never to talk about the weather. (laughs) True. Small talk, yeah. We've been in meetings with him frequently discussing our plans and operations to take out the cult and what their likely goals and plans are. Okay, so, so it's confirmed with the king that these arrests that are happening are related to rooting out the cult and he gave the okay and the directive and all that stuff he's behind it yes okay yeah so he doesn't sound so neutral at least not anymore to the cult anymore he might still be neutral towards other countries but sure but now that the trouble is on his own doorstep he's willing to take action which is sometimes that's what it takes right yeah so i think that could be our next main mission objective Mm -hmm. get the crown to the king and he'll start to hopefully use put it to you know, stronger use than we can. Yeah. You know how they say the best offense is a good offense. We need to go on the offensive and try and get that scepter. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? We're, we're like, we're in this position where we feel like the walls are closing in on us. The cult is so powerful and they're using the power that they have to enact their plan, but we need to take action and be proactive about seeing if we can locate and retrieve the scepter because that's the only chance we have. Well, they're sieging us, right? Like, we're a seer- we are a seafaring city, are we not? I mean, like, that's our primary haul, isn't it? Yeah, the the economy is heavily based on, on trade through the bay. I mean, like, how, Tafe, how, how long has the bay been like this? By the way, I believe they also say the best defense is a good defense. I've heard that as well. <laughs> the storms arose about a week ago, and they have yet to abate. And they haven't stopped. Well, it is the Tempest-Torn mm-hmm. Bay, and it has that name for a reason. However, it is quite early in the season for the Tempest to be coming. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's a little suspicious. So, you're a brilliant cultist, let's say. I thought you were just accusing <laughs> just him. Just for the sake of argument. Just just for the sake of this argument, Tate. <laughs> Guys, okay. listen, listen, listen to the logic here. I think it's, I think it's sound. You know that that season is coming, that this region normally experiences turbulent, awful storms that last a long time. So under the radar, you do this and figure, oh, well, it just started early this year. The, the, in other words... just started. Yeah, it just... Exactly. Oh, the weather's... Yeah, it's weird. It started early this year when mm-hmm. actually you are magically manipulating the weather. Right. And under the unrest of such a storm are making calculated chess moves to forward your evil schemes. Yes, right. Exactly. Everything's going to plan according to what they're doing then. They got the scepter, they're using it, and we need to we need to act. Yes. So the action I think we need to take is we give the crown to the king. The king can use the crown to cast divination. We say, "Where will the scepter be tomorrow?" Right? Well, he, he's he's a free agent. We can't command the king to cast the divination spell in a specific way. No, but we, we, we suggest that he do this. 
once we explain what's going on, what we think is going on, he knows about the, th- the three artifacts, the crown, the scepter, and the throne, and we say we think the scepter is near, we need to determine if that is true. So I'm sure he'll be on board with trying to, to determine that. So yeah, he'll probably be on board. Yeah, my point is that we, I think we can use the divination spell to find out where the scepter is. We just have to ask the right question. Sure, and the king has to be willing to use it that way. Sure, which I think he will. I think that's a given. But the problem is, can we figure out a question that will get us to where we want to go? I think that's exactly what I was just saying. <laughs> well, yeah, but a goal, event, or activity is the scepter in... The city is not a goal, event, or activity. We could say, will the scepter of Altoria be used within the next seven days? Yeah, within the city. Well, let's just assume that it is being used. Where is the scepter of Altoria being used within the city? I mean, we also don't know the range of the scepter. It might just be like, in the next week... When the scepter of Altoria is used, we want to know the location of it. Like, I would try to get as vague as possible. That, I still don't... I mean, Thane can differ on me on this, but I still don't think that fits into the constraints of the divination spell. It's a single question concerning a goal, event, or activity. So it has to be something that... Will something happen in the next seven days? That's, that's really what... The, that wording is getting at in my mind. I don't know. I could be wrong. Right. Will the scepter of Altoria continue to be used on the city of Ormog? Well, it's not just a yes or no either. It's asking. Right. Like you can use it to say, you know, if we do this, you know, how will things turn out? Right. All right. If we siege the Colts' head uh, hideout, how will that go? <laughs> <laughs> Poorly. Yeah. Right. I mean, but but no. But that's the thing is like if we can know how that encounter would go, then we would know to go do it or not yeah also if there's spies all in the guild even there's also going to be spies from the cult infiltrating the castle and so like let's say we do give the crown to the king now the cult knows about it let's say the king does use the divination spell if it's not done in secret like if he, if he does it like in the royal chamber where we can even hear the result of it i guess only the caster knows the result of the spell is that right for divination yeah probably yeah Okay, well, at least, unless they, you know, mind hack him, which they've done to us. I mean, it's dire, but I think it's our best bet. What do you think, Dave? I would have to reassign those few men that I am certain I could trust in the guild to be on constant watch around the king. But I believe it's a risk that he would be willing to take, and it may be a necessary one. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Tokus, in that this is similar to a doppelganger plot in that the only people we know are not doppelgangers are the three of us, right? We Anybody else we give the crown to carries an inherent risk. Suddenly, Aslo rips off a mask and turns out he's been a cultist the whole time. <laughs> no, uh, it's Sharikov. Yeah, I think we just have to trust that Tafe's intel is good and that the king is going to put the crown to more powerful usage than we can, even at the risk of him... I mean, like, Tafe, we could also guard the king, too. Doesn't just have to be your other men. I mean, we're... Yeah, wait, you could order us around. We're a lower rank than you in the guild. I mean, you could you could post us. Like, we're, we're, we're trustworthy. Like, we, we've been successful. I mean, okay, yes, we did fail the most recent mission you gave to us, but that wasn't our fault. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly we're on the same team. Yeah, it totally wasn't. I mean, we successed our mission for the king when he sent us into Waspel. We defeated a dragon one time. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we're also dragon slayers, don't forget. Yeah, so you can trust us. Yeah, we'd, we'd like to get a promotion from the dragon we slayed while we were on that mission from you. <laughs> Speaking of Waspel, there is one more bit of news which might influence your plans. 
Ruh Oh? Just this morning, a report arrived from Jebel. The town has fallen to the Iron Fang orcs in a sudden and swift <sighs> attack in the middle of the oh, night. no. Jebel is the one right on the border, right? Yes, it is the our southernmost town on the border with Waspel. For crying out loud. Oh, oh boy, no. The one that had the wall along it? No, no. The survivors are fleeing north and will likely start pouring into the city soon. I mean, that's Oof. really convenient timing, isn't it? The storms came early. Mm-hmm. Now the Iron Fang orcs make their night strike in the night. They had months. They've had weeks and weeks and months to take that city. Now they take that city. Mm-hmm. Now we have a storm. A little too convenient. Tokus, it's almost as though they planned this. <laughs> It sounds planned. <laughs> it's almost like they had a plan. Listen, don't put words in my mouth, okay? <laughs> we, we already confirmed that the orcs are in on it with the cult. Remember when I interrogated that guy and it was like really cool? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we've known that for sure. So they told them, now go take the city. The time is nigh. Yep. It's Saruman commanding the Orakai <laughs> all over again. History repeats itself. <laughs> <laughs> Way back in the day. Yes. Let me tell you the tale. Of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, Tafe, how are we going to get this crown to the king safely and not just get assassinated on our way to him? Well, I mean, we're still invisible. That's a plus. You should have relatively little trouble moving around the city as long as you do not draw too much extra attention to yourselves. I think it unlikely that there are vast numbers of cultists among the guard. They probably had many of them stationed at the teleporter, specifically for your arrival. Yeah, think about it. If they knew we were in Marengar, then they knew there were only two ways back. Hmm, true. Oh, so you think the other place they were guarding was if we If we went to, ship. A port. went to a port. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, and that's why they wrecked the port. That makes sense. They wanted the season to come early because that was the other way we were going to get back here, most likely. That keeps us from using the port, so we have to use the teleportation circle. Yeah, could be. These guys are smart, and they don't even have the crown. Mm. I guess that's that's because of the throne. The throne gives them that extra smarts. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, we, we could lose this just because of the power of the throne. Like, they're going to outplan us. We, we need to do something soon. Yeah, I think either way, giving the crown to the king is our safest bet. Because as long as we're walking around with it, they can track us. They can find us, whatever. Uh, the king is surrounded by guards, uh, most of which, at least, he can trust. Yeah, we're, we're just going to have to take that risk, and you're right. The king the king can also use the crown to its fullest potential of anybody we know. Right, he's using it to the fullest potential. There's more to it than that. Like, if they wanted to kill the king of Ormog, they could have already done it, right? right? If they're this entrenched and this influential and this and that and high-level spellcasters and all that, they could have already killed him. He's going to be tougher to kill, maybe, with the power of the crown. So we're actually maybe doing something good. He's definitely tougher to reach than we are at this point. Right, but by giving him the crown, we're actually doing something really good for the nation, which is we're going to have more resources devoted to protecting him, which maybe should already be happening by giving him the crown. We're setting we're setting this kingdom up to go uh, on the defensive and start to be more proactive as well with with the cult once once the king if we can get to the king and tell him what's going on maybe with the weather scepter because they, they don't have that information yet right they don't have the update that we got from Murney. yeah um by the way uh tafe can we send word to captain stoutheart that six of the guards that were in the teleportation room this afternoon are cult members and should be dealt with accordingly certainly i will send word as soon as we're through with this meeting excellent you can have them interview you know all of them and 
the ones that didn't charge in can tell you which ones did. Yeah, that's true, actually. You know, the other benefit of giving the crown to the king is that it then uh, frees us up to be a special task force again. Like, we can go do more dangerous missions without having to worry about accidentally delivering the crown into the hands of the cult. True, <laughs> yes. Right, so, that's very true. I think yeah. it's in our, our favor in multiple ways. And now that the orcs are invading, the king is likely going to draw more of his garrison and his troops around the castle to defend it so he'll be he should be well protected. extra well defended yeah right that's that's a really good point guys and i think what's even better is um nope i lost it <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. okay uh a quick review of all the spells that the crown can cast again uh we have divination is there anything else on that list going to be useful in locating the scepter um Probably not. Basically, all the rest of them are like... Um, Mind control type deals? Yeah, like just charisma-based things in general. Calm emotions, charm person, yeah, uh, charm monster, command, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So, divination. So, can we ask... Let's assume that the, we're going to get to the king. He's going to go along with this. Can we ask, um, will the scepter be used to affect the weather in Nanept? within the next seven days. Yeah, exactly. And if the answer is yes, then we know that it will be inept. And then you can always do another casting of it later to find out, to ask where it will be used. Where will the scepter be used tomorrow or whatever? Couldn't we just start with the second question, though, and just assume that our supposition is correct? Yeah, that's true. Just based on the weird weather? If we can ask things like specific locations of things... I mean, I, st- I don't know. Again, it, it doesn't say it can't, right? <laughs> I mean, it says you ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity. Right, yeah, an activity is the, the staff being used. That's how I read it. If we say where is the scepter, that's not the same thing as a goal, event, or activity. Is it answered in yes or no questions? No, it's the answer. The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. Right, so where is the scepter of Altoria being used from to affect the port. Perhaps a more suitable question would be something like, what can we do to retrieve the scepter? That is your goal, to retrieve the mm, scepter. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, that's great. If it tells us what to do, then that's even better. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't it also just tell us no? Like, if it knows... That's how divination magic works, right? If it knows that we can't actually get the scepter back, that we have no chance of getting it back... Couldn't it also tell us no, and then we know to pursue other pursuits? It may. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what, okay, yeah. All right, um, let's wait for Stripey to get back, and then go and see the king, if Tafe will set up an audience. How much longer do we have on our respective stealthy spells? I'm all for waiting for Stripey, but if we need to secretly get to the king, maybe we should post him up here safely, Chaba. In inter- interdimensional space. That's what I'm thinking. Um, pass without trace lasts up to an hour. So does invisibility. Same for invisibility. Okay. That's a nice long casting. That's nice. We we don't have to rest. We could. Yeah. I mean, couldn't uh, couldn't we talk to? I mean, we trust Ribbon End, right? I mean, like let Tafe know or somebody else. Like, hey, when a badger shows up, can you tell them to go into interdimensional space? Does Stripey have access to it? I no, I don't think he does, and I want to wait for him to make sure he gets back safely. Uh, but yes, I agree with you. I was thinking the same thing. Post him up in one of the extra-dimensional rooms, give him a you know bag of chips, turn on some Netflix, say we'll see you in a few hours, and leave it at that. <laughs> and ho- hope that he doesn't like out of nervous eating, like chew up the blankets and the pillows. You know? <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Are we through with our meeting then? Do you wish an escort to the king? Uh, no. No. We'll get there we're, ourselves. We're better off sneaking. Uh, yeah. yeah. Action items. Set up a meeting with the king. Get word to Parth and Stoutheart about the guys. Um, anything else we need Tafe to do for us? Wait, so we're going to stay invisible to go to a meeting with the king that he's going to set up for us? Yes. We're going to be invisible until we get to the point where we can't be invisible anymore. We're going to be invisible to go through the city so we don't get recognized. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how fast can you set up this secret meeting? Um, with the utmost urgency. I can dispatch a writer with a message to the king. I can arrive shortly before you will. That sounds pretty darn good. All right, we'll wait for Stripey, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we can trust that the king will just give the thumbs up, right? We don't have to wait for a reply for him to go, Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'm eating lunch at 12. Like, well, if we do, we might as well have him send the rider now while we wait for Stripey, and then right. maybe we'll have a word, have word back. Let's go best case scenario. We don't, want to be, we don't want to be wandering around the city and needing to rely on Aslo blowing his fourth level spell slot to upcast invisibility every time you want to move around the city. I, I think I think we go, we do it now. Yeah. And just assume that he says yes. I was thinking that your logic would lead us toward the opposite conclusion, that we don't want to be stuck and stranded out in the city without anywhere to go that's protected. So we should wait for the reply back so that we know that we're going to be let in. Right. That's, that's fair. But another thing to think about is, like, in other words, okay, you're saying full reset, which is wait to hear word back go rest, restore Brian's fourth level spell slot. No, no, no. I didn't say anything about that. I'm just saying wait till we have positive confirmation from the king that he's going to let us into the castle. He should let you in at my request. He should. Okay. Right. But then the longer we wait, the more time we give to the cult. If their plan, like the plan they set up was to get us at the teleportation circle. We foiled that plan. They are in the midst of making another plan to capture us and get the crown. So I think speed is our edge. Our invisibility, like, we, we may not be the strongest party of D&D adventurers, guys, but we are we are sneaky when we need it. <laughs> so let's leverage yeah. that strength. That's true. All right, we can trust uh, that the king will, will say yes. So I think we just head out right away after he sends the messenger. Once Stripey gets back. Yeah, once Stripey gets back, exactly. I will draft up a missive immediately. Thank you, Tafe. Once again, sits down at his desk and grabs a fresh sheet of paper and dips his quill, starts writing. You're the only one we can trust, Tafe. Don't ever turn into a cultist, because then we won't be able to trust you anymore and we'll have to kill you. There's no chance. Let's swear on it. Let's all do the... Swear in blood, like the cult does when they do their initiation. Cut across our palms and shake on it. That will never, (laughs) ever turn to the cult, just so we know we can be sure. That seems both healthy and necessary. (laughs) Isn't that like how the cult initiates people through blood? It just feels like a very cultish way to, like... Yeah, to swear against the cult. Is to swear with blood. Yeah, to swear against the cult (laughs) in a way, in a manner that a cult would swear. All right. Yeah, maybe let's not do that. So you head out towards the front of the guild, and after another five minutes or so, Stripey shows up. Ah, phew. Stripey, I pick him up. I'm glad you made it back safely. He squirms a little bit at first, not knowing that you're there. <laughs> so glad you made it back safely. We're going to go ahead and uh, put you up in the old uh, in the old room, and we're going to go do some things. Because Aslo's not a powerful enough caster to make you invisible. I'm sorry about that, Stripey. I'm, I'm pretty, still pretty powerful, though. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm but, pretty awesome. But not quite powerful enough, though, in this instance. Okay, so, all right, uh, sure. So I put Stripey in my extra-dimensional room and give him plenty of provisions. When you make it to your room, you actually also find a sealed letter with the shield and spear symbol of Embastille. What the heck? Oh. oh no, they're conscripting us. 
Remember how like we ran away from the church? Yep, I remember that. Uh, That's been in like <laughs> the back right. of my mind for months now. <laughs> oh boy. If we don't read it, then the power of Embasteel won't compel us to do a mandatory side quest. Uh, so maybe we don't read it. There you go. I burn it immediately. Yeah, definitely. So I uh, invite uh, Tokus and Aslo into my room. I, uh, I light a fire in the fireplace and I cast the letter into the fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, that settles that. <laughs> no, wait. Shava, don't. Don't. Now, that was Tokus's suggestion. I know. I mean, I'm just doing what Tokus told me, like I always do, right? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I actually think if we read it, there might be some magic, and we might have to pledge some oath. That compels like, us? That we've, well, we've already pledged it. So we've if already they, pledged the oath. Yeah, if, if, if we were to receive a command from the Church of Embasteel, or the Temple, or whatever they're called, uh, you know, I don't believe in that stuff, right? Tokus speaking here. And uh, <laughs> if they give us, like, an ultimatum, like, hey, you must do X, we will be compelled to do X because we have read the command. And, like, the, the, the oath that we pledged all that time ago to get rid of your lycanthropy will, like, trigger. I, again, I don't know as much about D&D as you guys, but isn't that how, like, deities work in this game? I mean, what is an oath if it's not made of one's own free will? Right. But we already made the oath. We already made the oath to Embasteel. Wasn't it only Shaba that made it? It's only me. It's all, it was only so me. as yeah. long as Shaba doesn't read it, so Asla, you and I, we're going to read it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure we decided that there's nothing magical about it. It's just that we are at their beck and call when they need us, yeah. and they'll call on us to, to do stuff. Yeah, Asla, cast Detect Magic and see if the letter's magical. I cast Detect Magic. Before we open Yeah, it. we should use the wand. Oh, we use the wand to cast Detect Magic. It's not magical. Oh, okay. Sweet. All right, all right, I open the letter. Let's read it, but not let Shaba see what it says. Yeah, yeah you read it first. It's like a college acceptance letter. You, go, you read it first as like, and don't read it out loud read it read it silently yeah, yeah. I, I can't i can't look <laughs> yeah. do you want to read it or do you want me to read it uh, if aslo's reading it then brian should read it read it in such a way that shaba doesn't hear yeah yeah, I'll, yeah we'll we'll read it uh i will read it i'll plug my ears and go while you read it out loud that won't be distracting such a random letter for us to get guys not really in the midst of all this turmoil think about the yeah, the situation. Shabadabade, son of Pachaka and exile of Arakashan, the time has come for you to honor your oath and serve Embasteel and the people of Ormok. As you have likely heard, the Iron Fang tribe has invaded our southern border and moved to assault Nanette within days. Should your standing in the Sapphire Saber be insufficient to compel you to action, the Ambastion too calls on your aid in defending the people in the battles ahead. If Nanept falls, all of Ormog will fall, and the incessant wars will ravage this once peaceful land. My holy warriors and I make ready to join the guard at the Aptivar Gate. Fortify yourself as you deem fit. I trust I will see you during the oncoming fight. Embasteel's protection be upon you, should you keep your oath. Should you flee, may he smite you to the earth in ignoble anguish. High Priest Hallenheim. <laughs> Holy Hallenheim! That was a letter. <laughs> Holy Hallenheim. That's quite a closing. He sends his smiteful love. <laughs> he does. <laughs> wow. What a kind chap. Do what I say, lest thou be smitten by my <laughs> mighty power. Well, so, you, so they want me to fight. All right. Deal. It's a deal. Well, wait, are we going to let Shaba see it, Aslo, or should we keep this to ourselves until we finish our mission? What does it say, Aslo? What does it say? That's a good question. I think we should at least deliver the crown 
before he sees it. Really? Why? Is it is it is it bad? I mean, it's not too bad. Shaba, but we need you focused on the mission at hand. But I won't be able to focus if I don't know what's coming after. If there's something looming over my head that I don't know what it is, it's going to just distract me the whole time. I'm sorry, Shaba, you didn't get accepted into any of the colleges you applied for. <laughs> no! I throw my hands to the sky, <laughs> He thinks he's so cool because he got to go to Bard's College that he doesn't want anybody else to go to college. Yeah, he blacklisted me from every Bard's College in the continent. <laughs> I didn't tell you this, Aslo, but I applied to Bard's College because I wanted to re- be like you when I grew up. <laughs> Wow. Well, Shaba, now all your hopes and dreams have been shattered. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe Felminar would do this to me. We really will tell you what it says after the crown. We promise, right, Aslo? Pinky promise. But I want to know now. And he puts out his pinky. (laughs) Shaba, pinky? All right, I lift my pinky toe to your level and uh, (laughs) wrap my long pinky toe around your finger. And shake <laughs> he shakes and kind of shudders, cringes a little bit, uh, wipes some toe cheese off of his hand afterwards. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I the last bath I had was in honey, so it's not looking good down there. And that was like a couple of weeks ago. So I was like, yeah, a couple of weeks back, like a couple of months ago. Yeah, there's all sorts of parasites that have been feasting on the honey, like between your toes. <laughs> Uh, well, at least it's antibacterial. Uh, that's true. <clears throat> All right, fine. Um, so you'll tell me as soon as we get to the castle? As soon as we deliver the crown. Okay. Uh, all right. I give Stripey plenty of provisions in case we don't come back for a while. And I tell him, best of luck. I'll be thinking of you always, my, my trusted friend. See you soon. Man, is this the first that you and Stripey have been apart for an extended time? Like... It's- it's the first time we've ever been separated since we've ever? since we met ever. Wow, this is a big deal. It is. How does Shaba feel about that? I'm pretty forlorn, to be honest. Then I have this unknown letter hanging over my head, and I have to be separated from my best friend in the entire world. This day is not looking great. Not looking great. Yeah, I mean, if Shaba still was afflicted with lycanthropy, you would you might be going through an episode right now with the amount of trauma you're probably. simultaneously experiencing. It probably would be very triggering to me. Yes. So, you bid your farewell to Stripey and head off towards the castle to meet the king. Yep. I recast Pass Without Trace and Aslo, I assume. Wait, wouldn't that break your invisibility? Well, yeah, but we're going to re-up. I'm assuming it's been an hour at this point. It's been a while. You've been out for quite a while. It's at least close to being up at this point. Yeah, we need to re-up. How did you upcast Invisibility to the level that you cast it at, Aslo? Was it third level spell slots or your precious fourth level spell slot? Fourth. Fourth level spell slots, but I have two of them now. Oh, you have two of them. So this whole time, I was trying to ration because I thought you only had one fourth <laughs> level spell slot. You have two. Oh, well, I didn't realize you thought I only had one. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, dog. Totes. I have another one. So we always had another set of invisibility this whole time. This whole time. Yeah, I was speaking under that assumption that we were all on the same page about that. Well, should, yeah, shouldn't we re-up our spells while we're in our private uh, quarters? Chambers? Yeah, totally. We cast it in our room, and then we immediately leave. Yeah, okay, so pass without trace, and then invis for invisibility. everybody. Nice, yep. nice, nice, And nice. then take off. Off to meet the king of Ormog. 
After meet the Ormog, the wonderful Ormog of Ormog. <laughs> I don't know where I was of going with that. Nipped. We haven't seen our buddy the king in so long. I can't wait to see him and we'll we'll like swap stories, you know, like like we used to. Remember when we brought him gifts? <laughs> we'll be just as charming as we were last time. Yeah, I hope he still realizes we're best friends. You know, Shaba, we should have like kept some of that gourmet delicious honey from the other lands to like bring as a gift. Like a, <laughs> like a gift to the king. And we we're not gonna bring nothing. I give Tokus a little double eyebrow raise, and I'm like, oh, I did. Uh, you bought some honey? No, I saved some honey, I said. <laughs> <laughs> and then he lifts his toes again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just, I just slowly start slipping my boot off. <laughs> nope, nope. Put that back on, please. Anything okay, but okay. that. All right. <laughs> Wait, yeah, didn't you buy honey from that sketchy guy with the vials of honey in his jacket? Yes. Did you keep mm. some of it? Uh, not enough to give to the king as a gift. But I can It's like a half jar of honey for the game. Yeah, it's like the dregs are at the very bottom, you know, like because it's so like sticky, you can't always get all of it out. So it's like just the very bottom. You, as much as your tongue could reach, you've already gotten out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can maybe like, you know, stick a long other end of a spoon down there and scrape out some to give them a little taste. We could just put it inside of a smaller container, wrap it up with a bow, mm. and then it's like just a, just a taste of honey for your highness. Yeah, like a little sort of boutique thing where, yeah, there you go, like a mm-hmm. tiny, tiny jar. Makes it fancier. Exactly. Sample a taste of the delicacies of the other lands that we visited. Yeah, what was the name of the village that had all the honey? I believe it was Honeyville. Mosnalim? A taste of Mosnalim for his majesty. And I'm sure Aslo has a bow or something, right? Because you guys are your disguise kit. We yeah. could, like, put a bow on it. There you go. Put a ribbon on it, yep. And what's the smallest vial you have, or smallest jar or container? Tokus, like, opens up his trench coat, and you can pick one of the varying <laughs> sized vials. There's, like, dozens of vials in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I pick a very small one. You can't see me right now, because we, we already made me invisible, but here you go, Shaba, and I hand Yeah, him. we should have thought this through. Let's just go to the castle. Okay, guys? Let me just dump out the gelatinous cube from this vial, and you can put it in there. Yeah, we have the most regal gift of all that you can give a king, which is the crown. So... That's very true. And there information. Yes. Also pretty regal. Let's let's go to the, see the king, our best bestest friend. We're doing it. We're gonna see the king. <laughs> We're gonna see the king. We're going, you guys. <laughs> oh, finally! That's what Thane's thinking. Oh, finally, they shut up long enough for me. To- <laughs> the three of you set off through the streets of Nenept towards the castle. Oh yeah, invis yes, and pass without trace. We are we are skipping right. We're holding hands and skipping as we go to see the king. I thought that was implied. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. At least physically connected some way, like hands on shoulders or something, so that you're not getting separated. That's right. We're skipping and kicking. We're skipping, and then if anybody gets in our way, we just kick them out of the way. <laughs> it is definitely nighttime now, so it's dark as you're going out towards the castle. And when you finally arrive... You see the two braziers flanking the castle gate, burning brightly in the darkness, where several soldiers stand guard. And you're still invisible, so they're not responding to you. I'll go up and whisper in one of the soldiers' ears, and I'll say, We're here, on invitation of Dave Quatai, to see the king. Okay, as soon as you start whispering, he jumps back and holds his spear out towards you. (laughs) (laughs) Who goes there? Who's there? Who's there? What? Aslo, I think you gotta drop the spell. I don't know how to do that. I, I'm without casting a spell or making an attack roll, and I don't want to attack these guys. Uh, yeah, I can drop it. Are we sure we're in the clear now? Uh, well, we're at the castle, so I think, hopefully, well, actually, what if one of these guys is in the cult? Yeah, 
Can we just walk past them? Uh, can we? Is the gate open? No, the castle gate is not just open. It's closed. Ah, oh, crap. Well, probably one of these guys isn't part of the cult. Hopefully. Yeah. Probably. Be on your guard just in case. We may be in for a street brawl here. Yeah, I can't think of a way to do this other than dropping it. Just a risk we're going to have to take. So yes, I will dismiss the invisibility. Okay, so you suddenly materialize in front of the guards. They were all ready for something after the one guy started freaking out, but then they see you all appear there and they point their spheres in your direction. It's okay, it's us. And we thumb out our badge, our steel level sapphire saber badges. It's us. Tevquatai sent us to speak with the king. With the damage guild. Complicated solutions to ish- problems and, wait, uh, stuff. It's us. Wait, we're the AAA team. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're yes. the AAA team. We're not, we're not actually the Damage Guild. I don't know who that is. We're the AAA team. One of the guards seems to recognize what you're talking about. He holds up his hand and kind of gestures to the other guards and then takes a few steps forward towards you. And he says in a lower voice, your name's in business? Uh, the, the AAA team, like we said. No, your name's... Yeah, yeah, we're, we're the we're the A, A, and A. Um, I'm Innovative Solutions. This is Complex Problems. <laughs> complex Problems, yeah. Yes. I'm Shaba, son of Pachaka, last of the Daba Day Clan, exile. And Charlie I Rock am Aslo Tendertoe, <laughs> at your service. And I'm Tokus. And you said Tafe Kotai. And he looks down and inspects your badges. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention I'm also born of Crag and Thunder, just in case you... <laughs> <laughs> We're wondering. Just in case that helps with getting access to the <laughs> Yeah. So he bends down, looks at the badges closely, and then, seemingly satisfied, he stands back up, nods, and says, right this way. And he turns around and signals to some of the guards inside to open up the portcullis. And so they open the gate, and he leads you across the castle grounds and into the keep. How do the castle grounds look? Do they look like they've been ravaged by war, or is it everything pretty much business as usual? Well, it's nighttime, so it's a little hard to see everything in detail, but it doesn't seem that bad here. There's more, like, boxes and supplies and things just sitting out than you recall seeing last time you were here. And maybe, like, grass is a little more trampled in some spots that don't normally see so much foot traffic. How about if we look up on the walls? Uh, does it look, do they look well garrisoned? Do they have any, um, like, war machines up there? Things that could help with the castle's defense. Catapults, trebuchets, ballistas, that ballistae, sorry. No, they don't have any of those sorts of weapons. Uh, They do have a good number of guards stationed all around the castle walls and around the city. Maybe some pots of boiling oil instead? Uh, No, boiling oil wasn't really a thing. Well, it could be. Maybe we should uh, invent it. Boiling water, maybe? Yeah, boiling water was far easier, cheaper, and (laughs) just as effective. Hmm. Uh, but no, they don't have any boiling water just sitting ready at all times. Oh, man. The orcs are coming. Boil the water, boys. All right, so he leads you into the keep and then through a number of unfamiliar passages and down a set of stairs. The air's chilly here and the halls are unlit, so it's not exactly a comfortable location to be meeting. Uh, seems they've got the king in bunker mode already. After a few minutes of wandering through the castle, he opens the door and leads you into a small, plain chamber, possibly an unused storage room. He places an extra candle on a sconce and then says, I'll inform the king of your arrival. Please wait here. Very well, sus. He backs out, closes the door, and you hear the lock click before his footsteps recede into the darkness. Yikes, Uh man. I don't like that. I'm not a big fan of the whole locky, clicky thing. Yeah. Um, did he just lock us in the dungeon? 
I think he did. Okay. Well, it, it doesn't look like prisoner cells down here. Like I said, it's probably some old storage room or something. All right. The king's just ashamed to be seen with us. That's all it is. <laughs> he always has been. Time passes slowly as you get a little more nervous and tense at nothing happening. The candle melts down to its halfway point before you finally hear another sound. But at long last, there are footsteps approaching. The door clicks open, and you see the face of King Alarand Ormog, ah. flanked by two of his elite guards. <gasps> he came! He's here. Wow, I immediately bow here. to one knee. Yes, I do the same. Oh, great king, we are honored to be in your presence once again. As soon as you start talking, he holds up his hand and says, Shh. Sorry. He and his two guards step inside, and one of them closes the door. And then the king speaks. Taif Kwatai informs me that you have something for me that requires utmost secrecy. This room is warded against scrying and eavesdropping, and I uh, swear on my honor that these men are trustworthy, gesturing to his guards. You may speak freely. Good, because if they ain't, we'll gut them like fish. <laughs> Did you use the magical scepter of truth thing on these two particular soldiers? Guards? Are you questioning my honor? <laughs> no, we're questioning <laughs> no, no, no. their honor. <laughs> he just swore on his honor that they were trustworthy. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I I have a bad charisma score. I'm not questioning your honor. <laughs> your honor. Uh, fair enough, Your Majesty. Well, we do have something for you, Aslo. Take it away. Your kingliness. It is with great pains <laughs> and over a great distance that we have traveled to bring you this, which is an important relic you may know of the past of our world. And uh, Aslo pulls back the hood from his head and reveals the crown of Altoria. And people start speaking in Latin. I mean, singing. <laughs> There's like a Latin chant that begins. Uh, yeah, like opera singing. Yeah, disembodied voices. <laughs> the king's eyes widen and he looks taken aback and says, You've located the crown of Altoria. The very same. And you dare to wear it yourself. We wish to bestow it upon you. We had to keep it safe. Yes, well, I only wear it myself in order to keep it safe and to bring it here to you because we would like to offer it to you. And we wish to wield its power in order to defend ourselves from those who would take it. And there have been those who would take it. Several times. I only wore it uh, as a way of harnessing its power temporarily to help us bring the crown to you. We did take the cha bonus, though, so sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't need to tell him about that. He doesn't know. <laughs> Apologies. I'm going to miss that part. No, no, you, you got no, that. No, that's actually, that's permanent. That's permanent, bro. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's, it's yours. It stays with you. It, Ferebskis. It, yeah, that's why Thane made a face when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Temporarily. It dripped off the crown into your personage and is now yours for the next, like, 10 years until the crown can do it again. Well, it's his forever. Well, it's yours forever, sure, but, uh, you know, the crown can't do it again for another 10 years. But may the king, long live the king, may the king's <laughs> life be long and prosperous and filled with cha bonuses from this <laughs> crown, which is better than your crown. And the ability to cast cool spells yes. in this crown. And I, so still on my knee, I remove the crown and hold it out to him and say, would you accept this gift from us, the AAA team? Innovative solutions to complex problems. And our business card is tucked into the little TR. Yeah, part of it's already in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like seven of them. Yeah, this is like a much better gift than the last gift we gave to him. 
totes. What was that like a bouquet of flowers? Well, it was a it was a box that had a cursed crystal inside it. Oh, that too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we forgot to remove the curse before we gave it to the king. <laughs> I was thinking of like the uh, back scratcher. Yeah, the back scratcher too with the bouquet. Oh, that's true. He doesn't immediately take the crown. He looks at it, says, "I understand this is a powerful item, and this is truly a momentous occasion for it, this crown to be returned to one of royal lineage." And so, you're darn tootin'. I will, I will do you the honor and accept this crown, though I will not wear it for the time being. He reaches out and takes the crown, holds it up in front of his face, and examines it. And then he rips off his face, and he's Sharakath. <laughs> no, Sharakath, Sharakath, no, what have we done? I believe it best if no one knows the true location of the crown now. If you say that there are those who have been out to retrieve the crown from you, who knows but what they may try to do it to me as well. Yes. I have been dealing with far too many assassination attempts already. I don't need to handle any more at the moment. I'm so I sorry to hear that. Very sorry to hear that indeed. It sounds like none of them have been successful. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> well, one could infer as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have very well-trained men. My guards are all trustworthy. The cult is everywhere. Mm. Are some of those well-trained men also cultists? The castle guards are all trustworthy men. I believe that they pose no danger to me. Uh, did Taith give you the lowdown on what happened to us when we got here on the teleporter? We came via the teleporter. Yeah, at the Merchant's Guild, and some of your guards attacked us. Well, I said my castle guards. I see. So your garrison. The ones out in the city, I do not have direct control over, and it's possible. Well, it's almost certain that they have infiltrated those ranks. But you trust your castle guards wholly. I believe the castle guards pose no threat, and my elite men here, who I keep by my side at all times, are impeccable. Well, sire, and I don't want to speak too forwardly, but now that you have the crown, what would you have us do? Also, is now the right time for us to say we told you so, or should we wait till later for that? <laughs> now that you're, like, under siege and the orcs are coming and the cultists are taking over and everything, I just just wanted to know. And then immediately after that, should we ask for a promotion? Or <laughs> yeah. how does this work? Right. I'm sorry to have doubted you and your goodwill in the past. I will not make that same mistake again. Many thanks. We appreciate that. We're, we're loyal to the end. In regards to the crown, I couldn't agree more. I, I believe that keeping it secret and keeping it safe is the best plan of action. For sure. Yes. I will use its powers if necessary, and I will keep it on my person and maybe assured of its safety. Guys, psst, psst, guys, I mean, this is a huge load off our shoulders, right? It is. Or Aslo's shoulders. Now, if we die, the world won't immediately end because of this crown falling into the wrong hands. So so you're saying we could take a really big risk now? Yeah, I'm saying I got a new lease on life. Let's make the most of it. <laughs> a new lease on death? New, new lease, lease on, on death. death. Yep. Yeah. Now, if we die, it's only the story that's over and not the world. And not the world, right. Yeah. So look on the bright side. But doesn't this world theoretically end if this story ends? Don't think about it too hard. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I do think that Aslo, even as he gives it over, there's a little bit of hesitation, but I think once he passes it over, he does feel a burden sort of lift off of his shoulders. Do you also, like, have that nagging voice in your head that's like, No, precious, yeah. no. My precious. What burns us? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, there's a little, little bit of that, but that's, that's actually just 
Aslow's um, realization that he could have sold it for a ton of money. That's the thrall <laughs> that's really drawing him to it, but he quickly overcomes it. No, we, we made the right decision, boss. Definitely. We just maybe saved the free world. Yeah. That's true. And that's worth all the gold in the world when you think about it. It really is. Well, because you won't be able to do trade without... Yeah, <laughs> if the world was destroyed, then gold would be ostensibly <laughs> worth not much. So saving the free world is worth all the gold in the world, so it's a very expensive world then. Yeah, right. it is. <laughs> this has got to be the right thing. So how can we best serve in this time of crisis, Your Majesty, my liege? Lord Ormog. There are not many that I say this to, but I trust you and your judgment, as well as that of the Guild. I believe that you would be best used under their direction. Although if I were to put on my own word, perhaps it would be best if you were to seek out those who have been searching for you, find the leaders of this cult, and root them out from the core. Oh my. That's quite a journey, as I understand it. We've uh, determined, somehow that uh, their headquarters or their base is um, several weeks' travel away inside the Embrun caldera. And uh, that would be quite a trip, especially when I've been called into action by highest Embastile, him or herself. I'm actually not sure the gender of Embastile, but uh, <laughs> Embastile's holy Hallenheim has called me into action because of a debt that I owe the church. And uh, I assume that means they want me here in defense of the city, but... Uh, you weren't actually told about that, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You didn't actually show it to me, you mean people. Oh, because we thought we need to do this first. Right. Before we tell him about it, otherwise he's going to leave before we complete our mission. Okay. Yeah, Shaba doesn't know. Jay knows, but Shaba doesn't. Yeah, I read the letter, but Shaba did not. So never mind. Forget I even said that. Okay, cool. Let's go to the Emberin Caldera, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got nothing else going on. This is great. Uh, Tokus and I kind of shoot each other a look, but we keep it behind Shaba's back. And we say, we'll, we'll discuss this afterwards. Your Majesty, Sire, this would be a very high-level mission. I mean, do you have any ideas or resources? You're, you're a man of ideas and resources. I mean, I think our resource is the saber, right? That seems to be what he was alluding to. I mean, can we wield the saber? We can. Basically, are you giving us, like, an edict to deliver to the sabers and say, hey, King told us to end the cult leaders. That's what we're going to go do. Yeah, can you, like, put that in writing? Or at least communicate directly with the leaders of the saber to tell them as much? I am in frequent communications with Tafe Kratai, and I will inform him of our meeting here. Okay, so we'll go with them and do it. I'm afraid I have few resources to offer you myself. The city's condition, you've seen it yourself. You, you must have. We are in no shape to be offering aid, unfortunately. You don't happen to have, like, a Kingslayer 2.0 land around, do you? <laughs> Does the cult have any weaknesses that we wouldn't be aware of that you've become informed about? I know of no particular weakness. My men inform me that they're not able to get any useful information out of the cultists that they have captured. Most of them refuse to talk. Some of them end up dying in their cells rather than speaking. That's, that's really dedicated. But, Your Highness, I, I mean, all due respect, this room itself is warded. We've seen you use powerful, you know, magics to extract truth from others. I mean, surely, like, some of the court mages you have, they got to know something, some way to, to fight this type of nefarious... Like, they, these guys literally have mind magic. They've literally hacked into our minds, uh, both Aslo's <laughs> and my mind at some point. 
Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you, how do we protect ourselves? They visit us in our dreams is what I mean by hack. They, you wouldn't have a reference for what hacked means. <laughs> You know, they've hacked the mainframe on multiple occasions. <laughs> like, they're going to know we're coming if they if they tap into our brains again when we go to sleep. Not if we come fast enough. If we can teleport to someplace close, we might just have a chance. It's crazy, but it just might work. I will discuss this with my court wizards, and I will see if there's anything that we can do. We may be able to prevent them from tracking you. Yeah, like, if your court wizards could teleport us directly to the caldera instead of us having to take the merchant's guild teleporter and then travel from there to wherever then that would work out super great and we would take them by surprise you know what i'm saying unfortunately teleporting such a long distance and without having visited the place in person it's prone to dangerous and possibly deadly results oh yikes mm, we specialize in deadly results as it turns out. <laughs> yeah We've been facing dangerous and deadly results ever since we all got together in this little company here. It would be safer to find some other way to travel. Still, if you could consult with your with your court wizards, that would be great, because maybe they could come up with something. Or get, at least get us closer. In the meantime, I would advise you to keep your hood drawn, he says, looking at Aslo, so that if you are seen, then they will not see you without the crown. Ah, uh, good point. If we good can point. divide their attention between you and me... Perhaps we may be able to delay their realization for a bit longer. Aren't there ways to fabricate object? Mm. Couldn't one of your court wizards take like a normal metal circlet now that they know what the actual crown looks like? Couldn't you magically craft or cast a duplicate? Or just have a castle blacksmith make make a duplicate. It doesn't even have to be magical. That's a great idea. Hmm. It is, yeah. Yeah, I think we should make a duplicate. The fewer people that know about this, the better. We may be able to craft a convincing fake, at least upon initial inspection, but it would take time. Maybe we could just instruct somebody to make a generic circlet of roughly the same size and shape, just for Aslo to wear, just for the kind of the way that it settles beneath the hood. Well, but it needs to be magical, because if they use detection, it needs to be convincing, right? Well, so the options are either Aslo keeps his hood up, just like a quarterback that hands off the ball and then pretends like he still has it, right? Or we put something underneath it, and if he has nothing at all, then there's nothing. It's nothing's not going to detect as magical anyway. So we we got to get as close as is feasible, right? I don't know if it's feasible to actually craft an item and then make it magical. Yeah, I mean they they've been successful with grabbing the crown twice, right? So if we have a fake that's convincing, at least as far as combat's concerned, I think that could be really helpful, right? Because their focus wouldn't necessarily be on staying and fighting us. It would be running off with the fake. Yeah, so even a simple detect magic spell can detect, like, the power level of the magic, like how strong it is. So we're not going to get them to make something that has a super strong magical aura about it. So if they detect magic and it is weak, then they're going to be like, oh, that's a fake. So we might as well just bet on them not detecting magic and just knowing that Aslo is wearing a crown of some sort. Right. And okay, so we can at least fake it visually. Right. Is the plan? Yeah, I think so. In fact, we might as well have them make several of them. And that way, if they steal the first one, I just put the second one on and I'm like, Haha, here's the real one, suckers. <laughs> and then they yeah. try to steal that one. And then I put the third one on. Right. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, I like that plan. So uh, can you, if you don't want to have your castle blacksmiths do it, then can you give us some funds so that we can just go to a regular blacksmith and ask them? Just some, something out of simple metal, like a silver or a copper even. Yeah, I can't imagine that's too costly just to do regular metal. Yeah, you can melt down like 50 silver pieces and make a circlet or even fewer than that probably. I suppose that's reasonable. He gestures to one of his guards and then reaches into a purse that the guard presents and pulls out a platinum piece and hands it to you. Oh, thanks. That should be able to cover some decent fake. It, it will still take time for them to craft you a circlet, I'm sure. Sure. Well, is this is this going to cover, like, if we ask for it on an expedient timeline? Well, perhaps you want finer craftsmanship than that. Um, it's not really the finery of it. It's more just, like, how fast they can do it. Like, it can, it can look like a cardboard box as long as they do it fast. Like, all we need is a shape that's similar to be under Aslo's hood. You deserve more than this anyway, so I will give you ten platinum pieces to do with as you will, and hopefully that will be sufficient for your needs. Thank you, Malish. That should get us where we need to go. In the meantime, please let us know the results of your consultation with your mages, and uh, we will... Keep in close contact with Tafe Kwatai and let you know what we plan to do next. Very well. I will be sending my, my word through him. Good. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Your Majesty. And um, could you perhaps like draft up a little like note, re- just super quick, that just says like, "Hey, I'm the king," and I said like that the AAA team can have some support from the Sapphire Saber to do this quest and stuff. Oh, and can you also throw in uh, a promotion? Tell them that they need to promote us <laughs> for the work that we've done to <laughs> secure the crown. You were just promoted a couple months ago. Yeah, we just got promoted to Steel's. No, but we, we need another promotion. Let's not push our <laughs> luck. What we really need is some help to do this this quest to the Caldera. That's what, that's what we need. We want a promotion, but we need the Saber's help. I will discuss it with those I can trust and find what we can possibly offer you. We will do our best, as always. I cannot give you a letter now, because that would defeat the whole purpose of meeting in secret like this. Fair enough. Touche. Makes sense. Well, we, we trust that you'll be swift to get a message to Tafe, and then we'll send an expedition of sapphire sabers to drive a saber right through the heart of the cult. We'll definitely do that. But that's more like a euphemism for what we'll actually do, which will be far more bloody and terrible. <laughs> and savage. <laughs> we will do everything in our power to continue to serve you and bring the cult to its knees. Yes. Thank you for meeting with us, Your Majesty. And thank you, most of all, for being our best friend. <laughs> what are friends for? <laughs> thank you on behalf of all of Ormog. For your service. It's the least we can do to save the world. To try, anyway. And the king takes the crown and tucks it into his robes in a little hidden section inside. He nods to his two guards, and they open the door and begin to walk out. He says, another another man will come to escort you back to the gate. And they close it and lock it behind them. You are now my prisoners. Also, you're our prisoners now. (laughs) You know too much. So a little while later, someone else comes by and opens back up, and you get led out to the gate again and released out into the city streets. Okay, do we need to go invisible again, or are we that's feeling... A, that's a good point. Are we feeling frisky? Do we have enough spell slots to do that? Yes, we do. We do. If exactly one more. But now that we don't have the crown, either we're going to live in fear constantly, or we're just going to 
be ourselves and come what may, and let the chips fall. Well, we're, we're living in fear as long as we're in inept, right? Um, not so much anymore. You know, I don't, I don't really feel as afraid, because the fate of the world doesn't rest on our shoulders in the same way that it did when we had the crown. But we can still be in fear of being attacked by people who think that we still have the crown, which we're trying to convince people that we do. That's true. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll opt to be afraid. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's, let's live in fear. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go the fear route. That sounds like fun. All right, I'll ca- I will cast Pass Without Trace. I will cast Invisibility. Spell level four. Spell level one. I mean two, sorry. So the three of you slink off invisibly into the darkness. Yes, indeed. Yep. Uh, back to the Sapphire Saber. Okay. But first, it's time for another royal decree. This one comes to us from Lucas, and it's dedicated to us. Well, that's a plot twist. Uh, it goes a little something like this. I listen exclusively during my multi-hour drive to and from my parents a few times a year. I'm on episode 36. The gang just joined the Sapphire Sabres. I'm loving every moment and look forward to my travels. I enjoy every character. Shabba talks perfectly too much, Tokus's ideas are crazy, and Aslo is unforgiving about the company contract. I love Thane's NPC voices and subtle reveals. The podcast is high quality, and the summaries are on point. Keep it up. Thanks for making my time in traffic a joy. Well, hey, thanks, Lucas. That's uh, real nice of you. From all of us, thank you for thanking us for enjoying the show. Now, back to the show. And then you're going to spend the night here actually resting up from everything. So you can take your long rest. Long rest taken. And, well, actually, I guess I'll let you discuss anything that you're going to before we continue on. Hey, guys, do we need to discuss anything before we wake up tomorrow? Uh, yeah, let's discuss how we're feeling about this whole um, going to the cult's headquarters and destroying them thing. Yeah, I'm not feeling great about that. I don't know about you guys. I mean, I am, because I want to destroy the cult, but I... There's just... There's so many unknowns. Yeah, I feel like I need to check with Holy Hallenheim and make sure that this falls under the umbrella of helping <laughs> the city not fall. But I don't, I don't actually know that I think that because I still don't know about the letter that you guys haven't told me about. Yeah, I was just about to say, I look over at Tokus and I'm like, so, uh, so Tokus, should, uh, should we, you know, the thing that uh, that thing we're gonna do uh, I mean it's really bad timing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also like you know being smitten to the earth in ignoble anguish part oh come off it Asley you don't actually believe Embasteel's real do you I mean you never know like with these kinds of things. I mean, Aslo in particular doesn't really think so, but... I mean, you you would know more about Embasteel than I would. Would I? Yeah, whether that's legit or not. Uh, so are we are we actually having this conversation right in front of Shaba? What? No. <laughs> no, we, we clearly were, were aside. <laughs> okay, so Shaba, Tokus and I are, like, huddled in one corner of the room whispering to each other and then looking over at you and going... Okay. Shaba. Shaba. So I will uh, say, Tokus, I think it's time. So I stand up and walk over to Shaba and hand him the letter. 
Okay. Well, let me give this a little read here. <clears throat> Shaba, son of Pachaka, etc., etc. Uh, incessant wars, etc., etc. <laughs> Ravage this peaceful land, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. My holy warriors and I make ready to join the guard at the Aptivar Gate. Fortify yourself as you deem fit. I trust I will see you during the coming fight. Flee and be smitten. Smit- smited. Smitten, be smited by <laughs> Smotened. Smotened. High Priest Hallenheim. Wow, well, that was rather stark. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like either I stay here and fight, or Embastiel uh, will strike me down, like the Embastion that I am. Yep, pretty much. So, <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and check in with High Priest Hallenheim and just just see. Just just see. Uh, is High Priest Hallenheim here in Nanept? I forget. He is in the Embastion in Nanept. Okay. So we go to the Nanept... Embastion. Well, it's it's late night when you get back. So, well, we've already long rested, haven't we? I thought we did our long rest. I've done my long rest. Have you guys done your long rest? Yeah, Thane just asked if we wanted to discuss anything before we continued on. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, morning, sunrise. Etc. Etc. Breakfast. <laughs> you make ready to head to the M Bastion, but as you make your way to the front of the guild hall, you hear other guild members discussing the news. The Iron Fang tribe has assembled their army about a mile southwest of Nanep's walls. No. Whoa. No. 